Welcome to Relevance for Today, a show where you will be encouraged, inspired, and fed through the Word of God. You will find relevant teachings, tips, discussions, interviews, and more for both believers and even non-believers who are considering salvation through Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey folks, Steve Lewis here, Relevance for Today. Thank you for tuning in to another show. We are live at Maranatha Christian assembly in Wickham, Canada. Yes. And I'm blessed to be sitting here with Bishop Don Carpenter, an amazing, mighty man of God. He's got some great, great testimonies. Been all over the world, world traveler. It's great to have you on my show, sir. I'm honored to be here with you, Pastor Steve. Yes. He's such an anointed man. Preaches. Oh my goodness. The man could preach for hours on end and not repeat the same thing. Great stuff. Great stuff. So, Bishop Don, ministry life. Yeah. Tell us about it. You know, I started out when I was uh, 18 years old. Got saved when I was 15. Mm -hmm. And uh, at 18, I was traveling with an evangelist. And uh, uh, song leading whatnot here in the the Maritimes, New Brunswick, Canada. And... uh, through a series of events, I ended up pastoring my first church when I was 19 years old. Wow. Didn't know anything. I mean, you know, you think about this. <laughs> this was going back, Steve, this is going back 60 years ago. Wow. And it sounds, and it feels to me just like it was just last year. Mm. I don't know where the time has gone. Yeah. And uh, I remember speaking to one of my old mentors and he was a long time in the ministry. Mm-hmm. And I said, that must be a long time. And I'll never forget his answer. He said to me, he said, the time went just like that. Mm. So what that does, it keeps the passion alive. Yeah. You know, it keeps you, it keeps you grounded and focused and knowing that our life really is a vapor. Yeah. And I want to make it, I want to make it last. Mm-hmm and be effective. Years ago, uh, some of the older listeners will remember these. We used to have these little signs that we put on the wall, like little framed uh, Mm -hmm. words. And only what's done for Christ will last. Nice. And, uh, you know, you you see these little simple sentences and you wonder, Mm. you know, yeah, so what? But they they make such a major impact in your life. Yeah. And these are these are like markers that you can look back time and time again. Mm-hmm. And it also, when you're called, you know what you have to do. Yeah. And what you're doing, by the way, is fantastic. Thank you, sir. I mean, to have this medium that we have in this day and age, I think it's absolutely tremendous. Yes. But it's a sign of the times. Yeah. Man. Things are sped up. And, yeah. And everybody has a phone in their pocket. Yeah. And that's what's important. We can reach them right in the comfort of their home, yeah. outside, inside, everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, those little sayings you were talking about, I couldn't help but think of the one my wife says, which is, when you're walking with the Lord, you don't get bored. Oh. <laughs> See? <laughs> Sing hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Good. Yes. So, 60 years. 60. Wow. Yeah. 60 years this year. And uh, never, I've never regretted it. That's good. And uh, 
I mean, your your ministry, your focus changes over the years. Mm-hmm. You know, I started off as uh, traveling as a song leader and working with the youth and speaking to them. And back in those days, the 60 years ago days, <laughs> you know, uh, you thought of Moody and Sankey mm. back in the latter part of the 1800s. And so we had that effect coming on to mm. us uh, even yet into the early 1960s. Right. But in the early 1960s, a lot of things started to change quite quickly. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I look back over that, and there's a lot of things I could have done, a lot of offers. You know, it's amazing uh, when you're starting off and the all kinds of opportunities you get and offers, mm-hmm. and not every one of those offers are of God. Right. I mean, they're all godly things. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. But that you have to know what God wants you to do, yeah. and that is so important and so vital. Mm-hmm. And stay focused on that if you can. If Amen. you can. Sometimes circumstances dictate maybe a, a little bit of a shifting, but you've got to keep pulling your way. you got to keep Pulling and staying in the stream that God's called you in. Staying in your lane. Yes. So today I focus on raising up ministers. Yeah. I do a lot of uh, I do a lot of pastor seminars now around the world. Mm-hmm. I was um, just in uh, Uganda really? back in February wow. this year, and uh, I tell you, we had uh, I did several different pastor days Mm -hmm. where I just come and I speak to them and sometimes they will ask questions or whatever if they can get over the intimidation or whatever because you're from America and you guys know everything. (laughs) But really, I'm going to tell you something right now. We have some fantastic African preachers. And uh, but anyway, I know we got one of my one of my days I had, we had close to 100 pastors there. Wow. I mean, that's to good. me, yeah, oh, that's, that's awesome. That's really good, yeah. Just sitting there, and you drive in, and they've been waiting there for hours. And they're there just to pick on your, they're there to draw from you. Mm-hmm. What's it like all these years doing that? Yeah. You know, and. Uh, they came expecting. Yes, they did, and I hope they went home receiving. Yeah. It makes it easier when you yeah. when they expect. When they're hungry. Yeah. Do you find they're more hungry in other countries than they are over here? Um, People who have never traveled there say that. But uh, I have found, like I do Asian countries, you know, Philippines, India, Mm -hmm. African, European, South American. And I find really when you're talking about ministry, they all have the same issues. Mm. They have uh, a lot of the same questions. People say, oh, miracles are so easy in those places. No, they're not. Miracles take faith and God, and it takes, you know, uh, you have to work at it. So, no, I don't find it easier. However, in India, you can get a lot of people in India in your Mm. meetings. And I find that being a foreigner will draw them. Okay. You know, I find that that helps. Yeah. But, I mean, I know African churches, like I'm saying African Ugandan, Mm -hmm. that maybe they'd only have 15 on a Sunday. Right. You know, or whatever. But when I go there, I'm the outsider, uh, they'll all come. Yeah. So, I guess that's the same way. I take way. that. I, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the expectation of the person coming. Yeah, exactly. And it's like the anointed one. Yeah. 
you know, not putting anybody on a pedestal, but when they say, oh, the prophet's coming to town. Yeah. Everybody shows up expecting yeah. a word, yeah. expecting God to show up. No pressure on me. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's good. But the amazing part is you're a willing vessel yeah. for the Lord. Yeah. 60 years of being a willing vessel. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been easy, I'm sure. Oh, no. No, no. We've, I could tell you lots of horror stories, too. Mm. But, uh, yeah, Things. Um, we were at a camp meeting uh, many years ago in the 1960s, 67 actually, and our oldest son died at the camp meeting. Oh, no. Yeah, and the enemy would come in and say, here you are, you're preaching faith, mm. and you believe God for miracles, yeah. and your own son now has been taken. And it's in those times you will find that lots of times you'll have real hard encounters. Mm -hmm. But the thought of quitting and giving up doesn't, well, never entered my mind. That's powerful. Like, you know, you're just, um, you're thinking, well, what's the sense of that's how God is? No, no, we just have to trust God. He does all things well. Mm -hmm. And we've done as much as we can to make it. And uh, we will go through it, you know. Yeah. You know, you I've had people, I've had witches in my meetings. Mm. I was in Haiti one time. I had seven witches come in, all dressed up and all trying to put a hex on me while I'm preaching. Mm -hmm. And they're all going like this. And I looked around and I was thinking, well, why aren't these pastors doing something? And they said, and this was out in the rural area, Pastor Steve. Okay. Brother Steve. And um, they said, oh, they said, this happens all the time here. And I said, well, why don't you do something about it? Why don't you stop it? And they said, well, they're so powerful and the people, because voodoo yes. and uh, religion quite often can get mixed there, right? Yep. And I said, let me get up here. I mean, oh, I, yeah. was, I was stirred. <laughs> and I got up and I said, and I, I remember I said to them, I said, what's going on here? I said, this is not of God. Mm-hmm. I said, this what you see here today. This is not of God. Amen. And of course, you could hear a pin drop. And I said, this is of the devil, and this is of the spirit voodoo. And the moment I said that, there was just screams, bowing, cursing me, speaking all kinds of things. And I'm standing there, and my interpreter is thinking, uh, what are we going to do? <laughs> and I looked around, and all the other pastors were just holding back like this. Because we brought it to that, to that point right there. We now are going to do something about yes. this. And um, I began to come against them. And, I, and what I did was uh, I cursed the very root source. And go. I commanded them to wow. lose all their power. Wow. Like, I mean, I went right for it. Yep. I don't know. Stupid, naive, but I believe I was of God. And yeah. I believe the power of God was there. Amen. And I said to them, I said, uh, uh, and you, and I pointed at the leader. And I said, uh, All power that you have, I command you to lose it now. You are becoming powerless. And uh, when I did, it was a a woman leader, and she had a pair of uh, glasses on, spectacles, uh, eyeglasses. And I don't know where your listeners are listening, but anyway, around the world, no one knows different things. And I remember she grabbed her glasses and she flung them with all her strength at the cement wall, not at me, but at the cement wall. And the glasses shattered and it fell to the ground. And those pair of glasses would have cost close to a year's wages. Mm. But that was the kind of thing. And um, there was... 
what it went down was one of the seven, the others all ran out then, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the seven stayed and gave her heart to the Lord. Oh, that's powerful. It was like uh, six women and one man. Mm-hmm. They had their own robes on and words and hoods and just like the whole, like you can imagine. Yeah. That's what it was like. And so when you're out, it depends on your ministry. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm doing a lot of talking here. Well, you're supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our own story, you know. Yeah, but that's And powerful. that's part of my story. Yeah, but you're, in that... What you just shared is you went there and you walked in the authority mm-hmm. that you had within you, the Holy yeah. Spirit. Yeah. That backs up. Yeah. Greater is he that is in us than yeah. he that's in the world. Yeah. And they were afraid to walk in the authority they had. Obviously, the leaders didn't know the authority they had in Christ. No. Well, so, no, they didn't. Right. And then you come in there and shook the ground. And I talked to those leaders afterwards as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I was a young minister in those days. You know, it's probably a little bit more. But I don't know. You, 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 you hope that you make a difference. Yeah. It's like, like you do these podcasts, these yeah. uh, uh, live stream broadcasts that you're doing. You always expect to make a difference mm-hmm. in somebody's life. Like that individual right now, you, that's listening. Uh, I believe oh, that this good. particular broadcast, and I believe that this today, something's being said that you need to hear. Amen. And you need to step out in it. I yes. think it's awesome what you do. Love awesome. it. And having people like you on the show is such a blessing. Mm-hmm. But, you yeah. know, back to what happened was I, I talk about the young people like this. The young people have heard the stories of yeah. old yeah. over and over again. Mm-hmm. Back in our day, this happened, that happened. Yeah. Things were moving. Things were shaking. Now in 2023, crickets. But then someone like you comes along, goes to Africa, and people see proof in the action, mm-hmm. and you didn't just get up and speak about what God can do. Right there in the midst was the enemy, and you took authority. And then after that, like you said, you had teaching ground, and you were able to sit back. Now, after they seen what you did, I'm sure they were sitting on the edge of their seats. They were listening. Exactly. You know, definitely they listened. And I think uh, my feeling is too, Brother Steve, that. Every time that we stand up and minister, mm-hmm. like we, we, we move by faith. You move by faith. I move by faith. And uh, when we put our faith into operation, that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm big on faith. Do not for one moment doubt what God's given you. Amen. Because if you move with what God's given you, you will be powerful. Mm-hmm. You're not going to move the same way I move or some others. Maybe some ministers are listening or listening or watching today. Uh don't think that I've got to move like Brother Don or Brother Steve, because uh, God calls you for your path. Every mm-hmm. son, every son has a story. Yeah. Every son, every son has his walk, his mm-hmm. mission. Walk in it. Yeah. And we we are here today, aren't we, just to share a bit what's happening to us, and maybe it'll help them where they're at today. Yeah. Know your place. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The place. You talked about that last night in the uh, message yeah. about the place. Yeah. Once we know who we are in Christ and we get out there and do that and walk in confidence. And like you said, we don't have to be like everybody else, but knowing deep down inside who we are and what we should be walking and doing for the kingdom because we're needed mm-hmm. in this day and age. And I thank God for people like you because you trained up your son who's actually helping train me up. Mm-hmm. 
So we attend Agape Christian Fellowship, and it's because your son and daughter are pouring into our lives. Yeah. And so impart into them. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we do. And uh, uh, you're talking about, you know, for today compared to the old stories. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I remember when I started out uh, 60 years ago. Yeah. You know, the old guys would get up. I remember when I was a lad. And it would be, that would put them way back in the 1920s, 1930s. But it didn't matter because what it did was, I'm thinking, wow, what a great time that was to live. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but my, this was my day. Right. And this was my great time to live. Mm. And I'm going to have my stories and I'm going to build by faith. And yeah. uh, they encouraged me, they strengthened me, but there's no, there's no turning back. No. I got I to gotta tell you a story. I'm gonna tell, tell it. You, I'm going to tell you another one. Uh, when you travel internationally, mm-hmm. you know, you've got immigration to deal with and the airport stuff. Oh, it's not like it used to be, you know. And um, in, uh, back in February when I went into uh, Uganda, I, I didn't have paperwork. Everybody else was these great big, huge lines, queues as the English call them, mm-hmm. what they call them there too. And they were lined up. We just got off of a plane with nearly 200 people on board, right? Mm-hmm. And I get off, and I'm walking down through, and the immigration, I'm standing out there, and I'm not in line. And he, he tells me i got to get over into line. And I said to him, I said, well, isn't that line for people that already, you know, have done their thing? He said, yes. I said, well, I haven't done that. Well, you have to do that. I said, your website, the government website says it's not necessary. You don't have to do that. And I said, it didn't work for me. And they, they don't know what to say, you know. <laughs> and at any rate, make, I mean, I had been traveling. I just got off of a, nearly a 12-hour flight. Mm-hmm. I just got off a flight from Belgium. We were in Burundi, and I had to wait around there. And we got into there, and this was like midnight. Oh, wow. And he says to me, he says, uh, well, just come over here. And I went over to an immigration officer. There wasn't one person there. And I stood there, and I got right straight through. She was so nice to me, you know, almost wanting to hug me and thank me for coming to their country. <laughs> and uh, uh, it's amazing. It's amazing when you feel in your heart, this is how you're to do it. Yeah. And when you start to do it, uh, Brother Steve, God will give you the words to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, how, that's how I operate. You know, yeah. Some people, they have to have it written out and whatever, but I totally go by inspiration. And when I got there, I just felt so good. And I thought, I don't have to stand 45 minutes in this queue. I, you know, whatever it was, I went out. My driver was right there. And we just went, took me straight to the hotel. And they, oh, my. I mean, that's a, I know that that's a selfish, self, selfish thing for me. But when you're my age, that's a nice thing to have. Yeah. You know. You know what it's called? I call it the red carpet of God. Oh, do I? You know how when you see in the shows where the red, red carpet, carpet gets rolled out, yeah. it's like red carpet of God got yeah. rolled out, and you walk past the queues, yeah. and poof, there was one yeah. person in position. Yeah. Here comes Bishop Don. Yeah. Roll it out. Hallelujah. <laughs> but you can make everything that happens every day in your life, you can make it a journey, a spiritual mm. journey, yeah. and faith can go into operation, and mm. you never know what a day is going to bring forth. Like. Yeah. I didn't know it. Well, this, this, what we're doing right now is That's totally awesome. spontaneous. We Perfect. didn't even know this was going to happen. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't say that, but 
No, it's right. We're going to have a second class. Yeah. And uh, so here we are. And you have to just be right ready anytime. Yes. There was a slogan that uh, one of my old mentors taught me. And this is why I mentioned just a few minutes ago. He said, he would talk to us, and it was me and his grandson, and he'd say, boys, us boys, we were mm-hmm. 18 years old. Boys, he said, here's what you got to remember. Preach, pray, or die <laughs> at all times. And that's the way it is. Mm. You never know. Yeah. Because God gives us the words. Oh, yeah. That's right. We've got to be ready. Have that spiritual radar oh, yeah. on because you never know when you're going to get that opportunity. Never. Yes. And don't let the enemy make you feel like you've got nothing to offer. That's yeah. another thing. Yes. I don't have a big story. you got your story. Mm-hmm. And your story is like no other story there is. Yes. Hallelujah. That's right. And that's what we do. We tell our story. I know mm-hmm. we tell his story, you know, yeah. and, te- and in telling his story, Jesus' story, Hallelujah. We have a story. Yes. You know, I don't know about you, but I can remember the very first person I ever led to the Lord. Mm. I don't know if you can or not, but there's no greater feeling than leading somebody to Jesus. Yeah. You know, see miracles, you know, I've, major, major meetings. You know, I've done meetings. I've ministered in meetings. I'm up to 5,000 plus. Wow. And Yeah. But I've also preached in meetings with five, mm-hmm. uh, more of those. Uh, only once was five plus. Anyway, um, r- winning somebody to the Lord that first time, mm. and there's a, no other feeling like it because yeah. you just snatched the people from eternal damnation. Yes. You know, bringing them into true life. Yeah. That's, that's what the basis is for everything we do. That's beautiful. Keep those things in mind. Yeah. Keep I had the... Uh... Yeah, I preached to a group in Pakistan twice a month. Why? And so sometimes it's six, sometimes there's 10, 12, and half of them are children. Mm-hmm. And the children are scooted up in the front of the camera to get a look at the big black guy. Yeah. And uh, they're smiling and waving. And this one time they went on a missions trip, and there was probably 30. And I shared the gospel. And then after I got done sharing the gospel, the line cut off. So it took a few minutes to get connected back again, but we got connected back again. And I said, um, how many people asked Jesus Christ into their life? And nine stood up Yes, sir. and it about brought me to tears. Yes. And they stood up and they were outside under some blankets. Mm-hmm. They had the sheets up. That was their church. Some sheets up. They had blankets on the ground and they had a, a mat with all their sandals on it. And they stood up and it was just priceless. They pay a price in those countries too. Yes, you know, highly persecuted. Oh, over there. highly persecuted. Yeah, but it was Bless it you. was beautiful. Bless you, bro. They sent photos. Yeah, and when they sent me the photos from the other angle, it was the angle of them standing up, and a little computer was in the corner, and mm-hmm. I could see my face on <laughs> it, and it was just one of those, thank you, Lord, yeah, for allowing me to be yeah. in that position. And yet you never get weary of that happening. No. You know, it's just, that's wonderful. It's exciting. Oh, thank God. Journey every day. Yeah. To Good think that stuff. we were born and that we could do this. Yes. We get to do this. Mm-hmm. Because of him. Because of him. Yes. Well, anything else you want to share to the people watching? Anything in encouragement? <clears throat> uh, I would say if you are 
I think this is something I would like to mention. Sometimes it's easy to grow weary. Sometimes it's easy to start falling back into carnal, carnality, and all of the old ways. I think no matter what the struggles are, never give up. Mm. And uh, I always tell people, be a good repenter. Get back to the Lord. Mm. Let God draw you. You may have just stumbled upon this podcast today or whatever, or maybe you're finding it really difficult. And you're going to say, well, those are great stories. I don't get a chance to go to Pakistan or these places or to even talk to people there. Uh, you've got people on your street. You've got people in your rural areas, wherever you are here today. Let God move through you. Just be yourself. Always be yourself. And whenever you are yourself, you are very effective. Amen. Do what God wants you to do today. Yes, and allow the Holy Spirit to use you yep. in a mighty way. Mighty. Get yourself out of the way mm -hmm. and allow the Holy Spirit to do what he needs to do. Mm -hmm. Don't overthink it. Mm -mm. Awesome. That's, I think that's one of the things that come through today. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. That's Just a good do one. it. Amen. There's a movie um, before I have you pray. Um, Indiana Jones is the one where they're going after the Holy Grail. Mm -hmm. And... He's got his little notebook with all his dad's notes on what to do and how to do it. And he comes to this huge chasm and he's standing at the edge and there's nothing. And there's a doorway all the way across on the other side. Mm -hmm. And he has to, he puts his hand on his chest and he puts his foot out into complete darkness. And he takes that first step and then the path appears. And that's what it's like having that faith. Exactly. Is that so true? Yes. Just even if you don't see anything there. Yeah. Take that first step. Take that first step. Always. Mm-hmm. You're good. God's good. <laughs> God is good. You want to go ahead and pray for the folks all around the world? Father, we thank you that mm -hmm. we've had this opportunity together these few minutes, Brother Steve and everybody that's listening. And uh, today, touch hearts. Lord, today, encourage the ones that may be discouraged. Lord, the ones that have felt that they have more than paid the price and are not yet seeing the results, Lord, let them see. Remove their scales from their eyes and let them see the great work that's being done today. I pray for spiritual strength. I pray that uh, a protection, the ones that are really going through it right now, Lord, and they need a reprieve, I put a hedge around them in the name of Jesus. And Lord, may they have a time of rest, but bring forth the mighty ones. And there are mighty ones listening today and watching. Strengthen us, and may the gospel of the kingdom go forth amongst people of the kingdom in Jesus' name. Bless this ministry of Brother Steve's. Lord, bless this when he does this, every time he does this, I pray for him. I pray, for Lord, that his spirit will remain strong and encouraged. Guide him every step of the way. This is a great man of God. Bless him in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Bishop Don. Woo! Glory. Yeah. God, I'm glad you and I are in this together. Yes. Yes. That's wonderful. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode. Truly was a blessing. Make sure you do me a favor. Share this with friends, 
family, and even a stranger. Don't forget about Relevance for Today TV show, the podcast show as well on any podcast app, as well as Spiritual Spotlight podcast. Thank you, Andrew Carpenter, behind the camera, working the scene. Hey, blessings to all of you. Love you. Take care of yourselves. Peace.